Let's give thanks and look to the Lord. Father, we are in your presence. We give you thanks that you are here. We look to you. We look to you this morning. Minister to us, Lord. Speak your word over your people. Let every heart be open. Thank you for the ones that have come expectantly. Thank you for the ones that have come with hunger. Thank you for your people who have come with hunger. Thank you, Lord, that there are some here who are desperate to receive. We thank you, Lord, that you have prepared and, and released that word. And thank you, Lord, it's going to be ministered without hindrance, without disturbance, without dilution. Thank you, Lord, it's going to reach every heart that is open and receptive. And it's going to make a change. It's going to bring about a transformation in their character, in their personality, in their lives. It's going to manifest as miracles, blessings. May a word be released over your people with power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's turn to Revelation chapter 3. And to, the church of the, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, He who is holy, who is true, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, and who shuts and no one opens, says this, I know your deeds. Pause. Behold, I have put before you an open door, which no one can shut, because you have a little power, and have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Behold, I will cause those of the synagogue of Satan, who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. I will make them come and bow down at your feet, and make them know that I have loved you, because you have kept the word of my perseverance, I also will keep you from the hour of testing. That hour which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Can we go, go past these verses without, without giving thanks to God? Hallelujah. I praise God for the ones who are understanding what I'm reading. Because you have kept the word of my perseverance, I will also keep you from the hour of testing. That hour which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. I am coming quickly, hold fast what you have, so that no one will take away your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he will not go out from it anymore. And I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from my God and my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Hallelujah. Amen. Say so the time is near. The time is near. We are, we are living very close, man, to the end of all things. Very close, man. I hope you are paying attention to what's going on. Unexpectedly, some things happened over this weekend. Um, it's all, it's, it's going to continue. These things are going to continue. It's going to come and go, come and go. It's all going to culminate in something. Man, and, uh, but the Lord is going to keep us from the hour of testing. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I hope you know that. It is so very close. We are almost there. Amen. Today, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to preach for everyone today. Yeah. It is one of those days. I know that. And um, I just know I'm going to preach to some of you who are hungry. I'm going to preach to some of you who are desperate for the word. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. God knows who you are. God knows who you are. How hungry you are and I'm preaching to you today. Man, this word is coming to you. Receive it. Respond to it. Man, do not stay silent. Do not let the lack of appetite of your neighbor stand in the way of you receiving from God. Amen. They are already too full. Amen. They are full, but you are hungry. Amen. They are full with whatever, but you are hungry. Are you getting this? You better receive what God has in store for you. So you, if the word is coming to you and you know it's coming to you, rejoice and, and take it with gladness, make a noise, just celebrate, shout. Man, don't stay silent because this word is only going to act upon those who are going to respond to this. I'm telling you, I'm giving my word to this. Man, this word is only going to act upon those who are going to respond. Man, violently. Amen. Those who are going to respond violently. The Lord is going to do something. He's going to fill you. Amen. The Lord is, the Bible says the Lord will prepare. He will prepare a table before you. Amen. He will prepare a table before you. Because you are hungry. You are desperate. If a table is set before you, you eat. Amen. You eat. You eat. Maybe there are those around you who are, who are like wondering what's going on here, but you are hungry. Amen. When, when you are hungry, you eat. Are you with me? If you are hungry, you eat. Man, the table is set before you. So I'm, not, I'm not at all pressured about the many faces that are looking at me, not the many eyes that are watching me. I just know that this word is for some of you very specifically. And you're going to respond and receive this. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, you got to respond like you don't know your neighbor. You got to respond today like you don't know your neighbor. <laughs> That's not enough. I'm telling you. You got to respond like you don't know your neighbor. Amen. Or if you say, oh, what will my neighbor think? What will she think? What will he think? Amen. If that's your case, I'm telling you, you're not going to receive anything. You got to respond today like you don't know anybody else. Like you're the only person in this room. And God is speaking to just you. Amen. What would you do? If God is speaking to only you and you're the only person in this room, what would you do? Hallelujah. Amen. We are in the year of purification and God has brought us to this season of an open door. Say open door. Amen. Which no one can shut. You must know that this open door that the Lord has placed before you is a door which no one can shut. Because the one who opened it says, I am the one who opens which and no one can shut. And when I shut, no one can open. Amen. And he has placed before you an open door which no one can shut. And see, I, I, even as the word was released last week, I, I could already sense so much of change in the atmosphere, so much of change in the spiritual realm. I could, I could sense... Even for me personally, I could sense a, a, an eagerness, a drive. I can sense the, the new things coming my way. I can sense a, a, a passion to serve, a passion to worship, a passion to pray, a passion to read, a passion to meditate. Amen? Because there's something is opening up. Something has been opened over you. It's been placed. This open door is placed before you. Now you have to respond to this. That's why I said, if you're going to sit like, okay, nobody else is... Interested, okay, so let me also not be the, let me not be the odd one out. See, that's, you heard that this morning. 
you're going to be conformed if you want to be conformed to the world you want to fit in to the crowd then you're going to stay where you are you will be the the egg or the the larva or the pupa but you will not reach the you understand what i'm saying if you want to fit into where you are right now that's where you're going to be but you are desirous you are you're passionate you are you are on a pursuit say pursuit you are on a pursuit god has opened up something and i want to enter in and the lord has promised that nobody is going to shut it for me amen i'm going to enter in and i told you last week there is a there's an expiry date there's a there's a time there's a there's a timer there's a timer how many how many of you hear the timer have you heard the timer go yeah with every passing second it makes a noise and you must know there's a timer that is set and in within the stipulate within the time of heaven man you need to make changes amendments in your life and enter in and possess what the lord has kept for you man hallelujah now if you want to sit like okay I've, yeah i've been a christian for so many years and i don't have anything to change i told you on on focus for focus we we, we met for the youth meeting focus on on friday i said don't pretend like you don't need change don't pretend like you don't need to change and it is repeated today don't pretend it's a pretense it is a it's a greatest form of self deception when you say that you are sorted you are not man but the lord has done everything for you to be sorted now you have to enter and you have to take possession you have to make it a reality in your life you have to grab hold of it i'm not going to go there that's a we have a whole camp on that man hallelujah i'm going to consider some of those things uh, you know really close but i'm telling you the the verse says in in verse 8 chapter 3 and verse 8 revelation chapter 3 and verse 8 i know your deeds the lord knows your works what you're doing he knows so so don't pretend like he does not know or don't pretend like you know otherwise he knows your deeds okay and it goes on to say behold i have put before you an open door which no one can shut because you have a little power say little power say little say little say little say little what must i say say little you have a little power you may have only a little power you may look at yourself and say this is about the church it's amazing okay we we sometimes you often hear that you have great power yes we have great power not in ourselves but in the one who is in us okay but as of ourselves we have no power you have little power you have little power then is but you have little power and have kept my word in spite of having little power you've kept my word and have not denied my name now i love this you know now you you feel like when you have little power when you are feeling very weak about yourself that's the time you given say given but here it says that this church was found with little power but they did not given or give up yeah but they kept the word think about it they kept the word say little one more time i want you to get it really inside your head okay say little so think about everything little say little a little small say small you have little power small power you have little power 
In fact, the, I think the Greek word is mic. It's from the, the same word that brought about the word uh, micro. Micro? Micro. You have micro power. But you have not denied my name and you have kept my word. In spite of having only little power, you have not, you have not denied my name, but you have kept my word. Hallelujah. How many of you are feeling little? Say little. Say little. How many of you feeling little? You may have only little power. You may have, you may not have a big crowd with you, but continue to keep the word. You may not have a big following after you, but continue to keep. See, that's what the, the Lord was speaking. I believe this church was a, a small size church. They were limited in number. They were limited in resources maybe. Physically, materially. I'm talking about materially and physically and uh, in terms of what could be visually seen. You have only a little power. You don't have so many people in the church. Just a little people. Some people. Huh? You, they, didn't, they, they didn't have any influence. They didn't have any connections in high places. Say a little power. But you have kept the word and have not denied my name. Say little. Look, touch yourself and say little. Continue to keep the word, even if you feel little. Even if you're feeling low or small, sorry, small. Even if you're feeling small or little, continue to keep the word. Keep the word. Keep the word. Amen? Persevere with the word. The word. Say word. Keep the word. Turn to your neighbor and say, keep the word. Doesn't matter whether they're listening or not, but just say, keep the word. Man, you're a prophet. Doesn't matter the response. You say, keep the word. Hallelujah. Keep the word. Keep the word. Man, continue to keep the word. Because it is not by, it is not by, or by, but by his spirit. My spirit, says the Lord. Amen. It's not, not by how big you are. It's not by how many you have or how much you have. It's by the spirit of the living God. Man, that's how things are. In the kingdom, in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom established by his son, everything is about God. Man, it does not matter the, the small things. See, what is, a, what is a door? Tell me what's a door. It's an entrance. What does it signify? An open door. Okay, let me, we said, uh, an open door. Tell me an open door. What, what comes to your mind? We considered it last week, but I want to repeat it one more time. New opportunities, access, new beginnings. That's right. I'm, I'm looking for one particular word. All this is correct. Don't forget all these things. New season. That's right. New season, new beginnings, new opportunities, access, entrance, shift. But you see an open door. You are going somewhere to meet somebody very important. And you see an open door. Yeah, access. But, huh? Welcome. Yeah, you're all getting there. It's a favor. It's a favor. An open door is a symbol of favor. It's a symbol of grace. And I want you to know that favor replaces the need for power. Favor bypasses the need for power. 
you don't need human strength to do something why because you have grace say grace grace is the ability of god you are not doing things on your human ability it the, the grace of god will bypass your human frailty your human weaknesses and get things done for you that is favor man say favor so the open door is favor say favor on my time hallelujah you don't need so much to accomplish what god has called you to do so this is one one thing that christians must understand we all think if only i had so much if only i had so much of influence if if only i had such a big church with so many people if only i had i had so many people helping me in ministry if only i had so much money with me i could have done this wrong say wrong, wrong. that is wrong man all you the, all that you need is favor Amen. say favor favor say grace 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 will get things done for you favor will get things done for you it's not in the number say number see we get carried away with number oh, we, oh that's that's 2000 people 5000 people 1 lakh people how many you are 70 people small in fact when you read the bible you'll understand what i'm talking about now when the favor of god hits on anything or anyone numbers doesn't matter man big or small doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all that's right that's right i'm going to come to that none of these things matter say favor so when we when, you know what happens when you obey his word when the word comes to you you obey the word when you when the word comes to you you respond and you obey the word you know what happens favor favor because there is favor in obedience there is grace in obedience the the reason why we struggle is because we are not obeying and because we are not obeying the word or we are not responding to the word there is no favor see grace cannot function without obedience god resists the proud the proud will not obey god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble so it takes humility to obey the word of god man are you with me are you with me is god speaking to you so the philadelphian church understood this they only had little power say little power say little power but they still kept the word because they understood we don't need so much to obey god you don't need so much to obey god if god gives you a word you don't need so much see god has already seen what you have what you don't have he has looked at all the possibilities all the permutations combinations everything concerning you he knows it you are the one who is racking your brain concerning all that but when god looks at you, he knows who you are how small you are how big you are what you're capable what you're not capable he knows all those things but when god calls you to do something he equips you amen he equips you he blesses you he'll he'll do what it takes for you to get things done but we are stuck with number but i am only 5 foot 2 inches i only weigh 55 kilograms or you know i i i only have uh, you know 5000 rupees in my bank account or i only have uh, i don't have anything in my bank account and i don't know how you evaluate your situation but the truth of the matter is it doesn't matter what you have when the word comes to you it doesn't matter what you have you have the word say word when the when you have the word and you obey the word the favor of god will take over everything else in your life amen it will take over your situations it will take over your your condition your circumstances it will take over and work things out for your benefit say benefit hallelujah 
because grace is about all sufficiency in all things amen hallelujah so so they respond they responded the philadelphians says one thing about them that christ repeats about them is you have kept my word because you have persevered in my word or kept the word of my perseverance i will also keep you from the hour of testing it was something that christ commended them for why because they kept say they kept say kept they kept the word of god meaning they obeyed they obeyed not some of it all of it hello the problem is we obey some of god's word and expect things to happen it does not work like that if you're obeying like i told you earlier also your obedience must be total obedience if you're not obeying totally it is disobedience if your obedience is not total it is still disobedience partial obedience is still disobedience we considered all that remember we considered all that recently we looked at all that hallelujah so obedience obedience let's look at jesus okay for a, for a minute the bible says jesus grew in in stature and wisdom and in grace with god and man or favor with god and man one more time jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with god and man it's found in uh, in the gospel of luke i believe i think chapter 5 or chapter 3 i forgot exactly but there it also says something about that just before that that is mentioned you know what is happening just before before that conclusion is written about christ you know what happened huh sorry that's right but this is a specific incident that took place just before this was concluded in scripture jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with god and man in the same chapter the previous verses tells us about something specific which happened which took place in the life of jesus submitted to his parents you're there but i'm looking for a specific incident ah huh? yes he went to the temple so he went with his parents to the to the temple of jerusalem for the passover and then he he lingered the bible says he lingered on in jerusalem whereas his parents left they went back after a few days or a couple of days they realized that okay the boy this is say little say little jesus that's what the bible says the bible says boy jesus you can go back and read the bible says boy jesus meaning little jesus not big jesus say little jesus the little jesus was found having a discourse with whom the teachers of the law and the bible says they were astonished at his understanding and at his answers look at what a little person can do he was little are you with me say little how many years old say 12 years you're 12 right say 12 years old he was as big as can you stand up dami come jesus as jesus was as big as this he's a little tall for his age but jesus was little jesus say little jesus boy jesus was like this and he is talking to the teachers of the law and what was happening they were amazed and astonished at his answers say little jesus 12 years old sometimes we look at ourselves and we say we are just little we are young too young too young we are too small 
but the, the little jesus could astonish the grown ups are you with me why because he grew in favor say favor so when you have favor of god over your life it doesn't matter whether you are little or big man are you with me hallelujah hallelujah say little is more say little is more some of see some of them who are sitting in the church does not know that they don't know that i'm telling you that's why god is speaking to them but you can tell them right now little is more if you have favor if you have favor tell your neighbor if you have favor little is more if you have favor little is more yes one more time if you have favor little is more you you spoke about this about this morning it this morning you mentioned on the same lines doesn't you mentioned about the salary and the yeah did you know that what i am going to preach no say little is more when you have favor with god the bible says mustard seed faith faith as big as the size of a mustard seed can move what another mustard seed a mustard seed faith can uh, can move a mustard seed a tennis ball a football what does the bible say tell me help me i just want to check whether we all read the same bible because sometimes i feel that like you're reading a different bible i just want to check whether my my flock is reading the same bible that i'm reading so tell me the bible says if you have faith like a mustard seed you can move mountains say little is more mustard seed is small right is it big small now think about it it just means that it's all of, all of it is mustard seed when you take a mustard seed seed all of it is okay how many of you taken a mustard seed let's start there how many of you ever taken a mustard seed which is half mustard seed and half apple seed i mean i'm asking you how many have taken a mustard seed which is half mustard seed and half something else see that is the power of the mustard seed it is all of it is mustard seed meaning there is no doubt in your faith amen there is no doubt it doesn't matter see he is not talking about big or small he's talking about percentage no doubt so little is more are you getting something here should i stop and go home i can i'm not pressured to preach today i'm telling you so when i when i little boys little meal when a little boys little meal touched the hands of jesus it was it could be used to feed the multitude so little boy little meal so little is more to feed thousands just imagine thousands like us 5000 people like us imagine 5000 men like these people how much did god use say little jesus used little from a little boy's tiffin box say little is more tell your neighbor little is more say little is more you know when you are favored your little oil can fill up not just the jars in your house but also the jars in the entire neighborhood that's favor that's favor amen 
How much oil? Little oil. Okay. Pour it. Favored. It's favored now. Grace now. Pour it. You filled all the jars. Bring all the empty jars. Pour it. It's all full. Amen. And then, bring the jars from the neighborhood. She brought everything together. Poured. Kept pouring. Kept pouring. Was it sufficient? Say more than sufficient. Little is more than sufficient. Man, it's a word for somebody here. Little is more than sufficient. I received that word. Little is more than sufficient. Because when you are favored, even what is little will get heaven's attention. That's why this is, this is a little widow. Say little widow. Say little widow. You may not know the little widow, but Jesus knows who the little widow is. Because it doesn't matter whether you're little or what you put is little, because you are favored of God, you get the attention of God. She came trembling with, she knew that she was little. What she's offering is also little. But that did not prevent her from giving a worship. Christ stood there and he told the disciples, gave a, gave a master class on giving. She put more than all the others. What? She put more than all the others. We didn't see that. We just saw two copper coins. I mean, we didn't see that also, by the way. But we don't... i I getting this. Say a little is more. There's this guy who thought so little about himself. God had to convince him during the interview. God recruited him, sent his angels to recruit him. But he was not sure about himself. But God said, you are a mighty man of valor. He, he's like, what? I'm, I'm the smallest in my father's family. My clan is the smallest and all. He said, no, you're a mighty man of valor. Okay, if that is so. And then God gave him the assignment. Go and fight against the Midianites and the Amalekites. Okay, he thought, okay, let me get all the men in, in Israel. 22,000, say 22,000. The Lord looked at it and said, too many, say too many. Say too many. <laughs> say too many. It's okay. I'll bring it down. 22,000 became? 11,000. Or 10,000. Okay. You better be correct. Okay. And then that became? 300. God said, fine. Do you know how many people were there in the enemy camp? <laughs> Let's look. It's in Judges 5, 6. Okay. But your answer might be right, but I want to, I want to see a perspective that you probably have not seen. Judges chapter... 7. Okay. Verse 12. Can you put it up? How many people with Gideon now? 300. He was in charge of 100. And there were two other bands. So 300. Three bands, 100 each. Who is the gang leader? Gideon. Mighty man of valor. Who thought so small of himself. Okay. How many does the other people have? Verse 12. Now the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the sons of the east were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts. Hello? I am not making it up. You can read it for yourself. And their camels were without number. And as numerous as the sand on the seashore. So when they looked up from the mountain, they looked 
down the valley where the Amalekites and the Midianites and the sons of the east were camping. More than the locust, camels were without number. They were like the sand grains on the seashore. God said, go. This is good. 300 is good. Say, 300 is good. Say, little is more. Tell your neighbor, little is more. See, get excited about the little. <laughs> the, one of the biggest deceptions that's going on right now in the world, it has crept into the church also today. It has crept into the church also today. You know what it is? The deception that says, little is insufficient. And I'm telling you, some of you are deceived. You have, you have bought that lie. You think little is insufficient. Whereas the Bible teaches us, in the hands of God, little is more. Amen. Little is more. Amen. It is more. It is more. And I'm, I'm, see, this is something I've been learning, okay? I've been learning this. I've realized and almost every day, it, I don't think uh, a single day passes by without me considering something about this. I, cons I consider and I've realized this about God. God looks at quantity very differently. God looks at quantity very differently. To Him, the nations are like a drop in the bucket. To him, thousand days are, is like a, a one day. So it's, everything is different. It's a different. He looks at quantity very differently. The unit that he follows to measure quantity is different. It's, it, it's, it's something else. It's some other standard. We can't understand it. That's right. The bread crumbs that fall off the table can feed and bring miracles. Think about it. That's right. I want, I, want to, I want to touch on that, that verse. I'm going to come there. Hallelujah. It's amazing that what the Lord is ministering. It's amazing what the Lord is ministering to you this morning. Hallelujah. Look at this. If he can, this is what, see, even as you consider the, the way God looks at quantity. If he can give life to the dead. What do you mean by dead? It's a God. So it does not exist. If he can give life to the, de to the dead. And if you can call into existence things which do not exist, as if they existed. Amen. Amen. If that's the power of the God that we serve, then multiplying the little is not a big deal for God. Because see, God can work from nothing. If God can work from nothing, your little is, so, your little is more for Him. Are you getting this? I said God can work from nothing. He can speak into emptiness and create something. Amen. Then your little is more for God. Amen. Because it's no longer nothing. It's much more than that. Amen. Say a little more. Let's look at the scripture that uh, Brother King was um, calling out. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15. Oh, oh. Do you love God's word? Do you love God's word? Yes. Praise God. Build your life on this. Build your life on this. I'm telling you. Verse, uh, chapter 15, verse 16 and 17. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and turmoil with it. Oh. 
better is a little with the fear of the lord than great treasure and turmoil with it meaning favor is more precious than great treasure favor is more precious than great treasure you can manage maybe to find a great treasure but it is the favor of god that protects that treasure with peace you're not getting this you can manage to find a good job which gets you a good income but it is the favor of the lord which keeps you and protects you and gives you peace so that you what you earn remains with you or blesses others man we, we you shared shared that this morning that was what you shared verse 17 better is a dish of vegetables let me say vegetables all the kids say vegetables when i say vegetables <laughs> eh? ah rice that's right rice say vegetables with love say vegetables i want you to look at the elsa and say vegetables <laughs> she's he's asking for some vegetables some salad some cucumber yeah better is a dish of vegetables where love is where elsa is better is a dish of vegetables where your mother is your father is your brother your sister is where love is than a fattened say beef say beef than a fattened ox served with hatred you know that you can go to a restaurant they might make the best beef technically but if it is served without love you will not enjoy it i'm telling you it has happened to me many times now i refuse to go there even if i hear great reviews about that place i will not go there you know why because i don't enjoy the food there because i found this true better is a dish of vegetables where love is see listen favor adds flavor to your meals it adds flavor to your meals so favor is what brings the love of god in the family it's it's what it, it's it's what brings unity say unity it's a favor of god it's a favor it's a grace that's what adds flavor to your meals man hallelujah that everything that you eat makes you healthy and strong remember what daniel and the friends ate they refused to be conformed to the pattern of this world uh, they, they, we don't want the choice food we don't want the royal portion just give us some vegetables and somebody has to receive this <laughs> vegetables man I'm not against meat by the way okay I love meat but I don't hey I love vegetables by the way I can enjoy a, a ball of salad as much as I would enjoy a piece of steak I can you can ask my wife I'll relish it because I I found these things to be true it's not simply written it's about love if there is love when you are sitting on the table to have something you enjoy it it doesn't matter whether it is vegetables whether it is kanji and pyar Ah. Why am I talking about food? I get stuck there. Sorry. Let's keep going. So do not despise the little. Do not despise the little. God can do much with little. That's why you must not despise the little. God can do much with your little. Because you are favored. Say favored. Favor adds 
I mean, grace, I, I've told this before, grace is a multiplier. It multiplies things. Favor just multiplies things. So the, the little that you have gets multiplied. Amen. Grows out of proportion. Amen. And benefits you greatly. God can do great things through little ones. That's why we sing, little ones to him belong. Can you sing that line? Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. He who, he who is in you is greater. He's greater. That's why little ones can sing that. They are, they are weak. The, the, outwardly, they are weak. But inwardly, they are strong. And that works from within. The strength of God works from within and radiates outwardly. That's why you can be healthy and strong. Because the, the, the power of God resides in you. The glory of God resides in you. The life of God is within you. It radiates outwardly. Amen. Giving life to your mortal bodies. So when you dedicate your little boy Samuel. It's a little boy Samuel. God can transform that little boy Samuel into the greatest prophet that Israel has ever seen. When you place your little frame, say little frame, into the hands of God, God can use a little frame and the little hands to slay the giant Goliath. It's a little. See, the, the Bible, you will be amazed. If you, if you take account of the Bible, if you go through the, the Bible, you will be amazed at how many times you'll come across this. Little is more, little is more, little is more. See, this must set you free. This must set you free from your empty pursuits in life. This must set you free from the way you think, your, your stupid calculations. I'm telling you, your calculations stand in the way of you enjoying the goodness of God. Five people agree with me. Praise God for those five people. But I'm telling you, you must be set free. Come to the knowledge of this. Little is more. Whether it's favor, little is more. When God favors you, a little is more. When the grace of God is in you, abounding in you, a little is more. Live, live, live that life. Live that life. Prove that life. See, I'm not coming here and talking through my hat. I'm not. I live that life. I've been living that life from the day I met Christ. I've learned it. I live that life. That's why I'm so confident. You know, you can challenge me with this. I'm so confident. I've lived that life. Little is more. Day to day, little is more. When you place your little baby inside the wicker basket, floating him over the river at the mercy of God, God will make sure that little baby grows up in the palace. Amen. And turns up to be, grows up to be the, the deliverer of his people, Israel. That's what God can do. Who did you float on the water in the wicker basket? A little baby. How many months? Maybe three months old. He was floating in the river, on the uh, river Nile. But God used that little baby, made sure that he grew up in the palace because he's favored. Say favored. Man, when you're favored, you will go to palaces. You get to be with kings. Man, you can be in the wilderness and still be the same. Amen. And come back and do the assignment that God has given you. That's what Moses did. A 
God is speaking to somebody. I'm telling you, if, if you can, if you can, if you can receive violently, if you can receive this with violence, with aggression, I'm telling you, this word will set you free. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. God never despises the little. You must not either. God never despises the little. You must not either. What is important to God is not your size. What is important to God is your obedience. That is what is important to God. Your obedience matters to Him. Not the size of your stature. Because your stature is not going to be defined by any earthly yardstick. It's measured in Christ. Say Christ. He is the standard. Where, where was Jesus born? It's a little town of Bethlehem. That's what the Bible calls it. Little town of Bethlehem. What good can come out of? Nazareth. Are you with me? Are you with me? You may have only little strength. You may be small in size. You may be small in number. You may be a small gathering. Look, at, look around. Look around. A small gathering. Not much. Small gathering. Maybe just a few families coming together to worship God in a small hall in a small town called Kalatipadi. But that cannot discredit who you really are. When you are on his side, your size, your number, your strength, your demography, none of these things matter. What matters to him is whether you have kept his word and not denied his name. God looked at the Philadelphian church and said, yeah, you're right, you're small. You only have small power. You only have little power. But you have kept my word. You have not denied my name. You have not denied my name. You can, the, the, the flip side is, you can be big in number. You can be so uh, big in, in, in strength, uh, you know, and all that. And reject his word and deny his name. Do you know that? It is possible to be large in number, large in size, and so powerful and so strong, and reject his word and deny his name. See, I've, I've, I've seen this. It has opened my eyes. I've seen how the seemingly quiet and, uh, what's the right word? Unassuming, that's the word, yeah. Unassuming people, you know, sometimes you, get, you, you don't, okay. And you, you hear that they are in ministry and you're like, okay, they, maybe they are doing small, small, small. Because it's small. And then you talk to them for a while. If you probe them and you spend some time with them or you get to hear about them through somebody else, you'll be amazed. What? This small person did all that? So never, never despise small. Never despise little. Man, it is not what, you, what meets the eye. The impact in the kingdom of God is not what meets the eye. It's not what meets the eye. I was talking to somebody yesterday, last night, somebody called me and this person was asking me, um, you know, when I'm, I'm sharing, but I feel this, it's not effective enough. Now, sometimes it is like that. What you do may not seem to be effective when you're doing that. But if God has called you to do it, keep on doing it. 
keep on doing it don't despise don't don't uh, despise your small beginnings don't despise your humble beginnings don't despise where you came from don't look down on somebody who's who seemingly smaller than you because god can do great things through small people that's what god can do the bible is full of that ordinary people absolutely ordinary people god made them extraordinary amen you been made extraordinary because the extraordinary god is in you amen without god you are ordinary but god made you extraordinary god is not looking for a big show off god is not looking at oh how many how many people are there on a sunday morning it's not like okay jesus christ is walking down the road let me go to that that particular church with with uh, the latest technology and uh, the best sounding band and the the smoke and the lights and the no he's not he's looking what is he seeking he's seeking worshiping in truth and in spirit that's what he's seeking amen everything else is like just a bonus you you can have it you can enjoy it no problem but that's not the cream that's not the core hey with me that's right that's right he's looking for the poor say poor say poor is more say poor is more little is more god is looking for faithfulness say faithfulness you can be the most talented the most gifted the most brilliant the most sought after person under the sun doesn't make any difference to god if you're not faithful to god doesn't add up it does not it does not matter to god it is irrelevant the person is irrelevant in the eyes of god if the person is not faithful amen god is looking for steadfastness eagerness now for those of you who are in ministry you must know that eagerness be eager be steadfast be 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 the same consistent consistent i was i was listening to an audio clip sent by a man of god to uh you know a young servant it brought me to tears literally brought me to tears person was saying the only thing that matters is you serving god with passion comes from somebody who has been serving god for more than 30 years the only thing that matters in life is that you serve jesus christ with passion never giving up never giving in never faltering just passionate Amen. just passionate Amen. doing it with all your heart Amen. god is looking for loyalty say loyalty. loyalty god is looking for adherence to the word man he is looking for your adherence to the word all of the word not some of the word god is looking for your acceptance of his name no see i want i want to tell you i dream big because i serve a big god i i i don't i don't mind seeing big dreams i've been taught that way i've learned it that way to see big dreams i don't look at my circumstances to dream i look at the possibilities in the in the in the, in the spiritual realms and make big dreams and i don't plan with money in my mind or i don't look at resources when i plan something i plan and when the the opportune time god provides i do it amen hallelujah but i don't despise where i came from i don't despise my small beginnings i don't despise my humble beginnings i don't look at what i am right now and i don't despise i wish i was something else never do that never do that. you will be the roadblock of your progress if you do that you will be the roadblock of your progress you will not reach where god wants you to reach if you look down on yourself 
keeping his word and not denying his name is a higher priority for me than any big dreams that I pursue. Yes, big dreams are big dreams. I want to pursue it. But keeping the word and not denying his name is a higher priority all the time. I just know that I'm not limited in anything. I'm not limited in, in anything. I don't let the, the, the talk of limitation in my house. I rebuke my, my wife, my children if they say, do you have, can you afford it? I said, don't, don't say, just, just tell me what you want. And we'll pray about it and we'll see. Whether it is money or people or resources, say little, does not scare me. Little must not scare you. It must not frighten you. Little must not scare you. It must not frighten you. Oh, yeah. When I only see little money in my hand, I don't lose my sleep. I, don't, I mean, we don't, we don't, we sleep. We sleep good. And it's difficult for my wife to wake me up. That's how well I sleep. I've passed on genetically to, this, to my children also. They also sleep. So morning is a ruckus because my wife has to do extra work to make sure that all of us wake up on time. I don't lose my sleep. Think about what I have, I don't have. It does not bother me. Amen. And I don't need your validation to prove it is true. This is how I live. This is the truth of my life. God is my witness. You know, what I, when I have little, you know what I do? I just stretch out my hands and give the little that I have into his hands and say, Lord, take it. I give. I give. And that God will then multiply the little that I gave him and pour it over me. Amen. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. Always. Always. The little money in your hands, it becomes big money when you give it to God. It meets all your needs. It meets all your needs. Incredible ways. Sometimes we, I, I just sit down with my wife and we, uh, we just consider things. Oh, we got that done. How? We don't know how it, we got it done. But it got done. How? Because we just gave what we had and said, Lord, this is yours. Then God will give what we need. Even without us knowing, it will come, come to us. It shall be poured into your... Ah. See, listen, I will teach you a secret in financial breakthrough. You want to hear it? Okay, two people. You can come and meet me personally. I'll give it to you. The others are, they're all sorted, that's why. They're all sorted, that's why. But the two of you need this, this advice. I wish to do a Bible study series on this sometime. But for now, take this, okay? I think I've shared this before, but this is something that I follow in life. Never, I've been taught this by my father. My spiritual father taught me this. Never be afraid of money running out. Never be afraid of money running out. Don't pay attention to that. I'm telling you, don't pay attention to money running out. This is the first lesson in faith living. Because provision cannot run out on you. <laughs> it cannot run out on you. You don't know it. That's why you are so caught up in the, oh, running out, running out. What is left? What is remaining? Provision cannot run out on you. In the physical, it can run out. But in the spiritual, it will not run out. If you are standing on God's word, your provision will not run out on you if 
you are a giver hey somebody receive this if you are a, if you are a, if you are into righteous giving that's why i like that uh, that that phrase that statement it, uh, nobody has ever become poor by giving and right can try it i challenge you to try it nobody has ever become poor by giving you cannot become poor by giving by righteous giving i should i should keep it that keep it that way by righteous giving nobody can ever become poor by righteous giving you tune into the spirit of god and the spirit of god puts in your heart how to give when to give whom to give and you do accordingly based on god's word of course you will never you will never run out you will never run out it can look like it's running out here and there but you will still run i'm telling you you will still run because it'll, it'll keep running over it keep running over so do not question the word when you sense little oh, the word says this but it's only really little this is what i have little never question the word it will work for you the word will always work for you yes that's right okay, let's go slowly can you put it up proverbs 11:24 amazing scripture one person let's this one who scatters and yet increases all the more this version said one person gives freely and gains one who scatters and yet increases all the more and there is one who withholds what is justly due and it results only in want if you withhold what is justly due that's why i said righteous giving there's a righteous giving you must practice righteous giving you must practice righteous giving otherwise you're withholding in fact the only reason for lack in a believer's life is this you're withholding that's why that's why god was so confident when he said it test me on this you test me on this you bring the tights into the storehouse and see whether i will not open the storehouses of heaven you can test test god one place you can test god permission granted from the word of god test him on this say little when you see little somewhere keep the word keep the word keep the word little little money keep the word little strength keep the word little encouragement keep the word when there is anything little keep the word do not deny his name keep the word do not deny his name it'll work for you now jesus wrote to the church and said i know your deeds behold i have placed before you an open door which no one can shut because you have a little power and have kept my word and have not denied my name you don't have you do not have much but you have kept my word and have not denied my name the pressure to forsake his word and to deny his name is so much in today's world that's right they kept the two things that is actually the 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 wellspring of power the the inexhaustible source of power the two things keeping the word and not denying his his name source of power this power in the word this power in his name നമ്മൾ ഇങ്ങനെ പിടിച്ച് വെക്കുമ്പോഴൊക്കെ 
the pressure to forsake his word and deny his name is there in today's age being little or sensing little adds to the pressure of wanting to do your own thing um maybe I'll, i should do something differently because i, I hold a little power only small size small number we only have little power we only have little see that they would have thought it like thought like that the philadelphian church would have thought like this we only have little power we only have little finances we only have little strength we only have little resources and the pressure to brainstorm say brainstorm the pressure to brainstorm sit together and just like you know float your ideas whatever comes to your head and come up with something which is not in keeping with the word and the denial of his name was there for them you're not getting this you're not getting this do you know that it is it is possible for you to be in a place where you can look at your surroundings and go like okay i should do something differently and then get out of the word say get out of the word you can get out of the word and start looking at the world and get conformed to the patterns of this world thinking that's the way to go about it but god has called you to be in the word amen, amen. and you touch that floor you're you're not supposed you're not supposed to turn back you're not supposed to you're not supposed to keep your eyes off that the righteous shall live by faith not by sight Do you know why today many churches resort to marketing strategies and promotional gimmicks replacing that with faith in God's word Do you know why They sit together they they hire consultants let's do some marketing ideas let's float some ideas You know why instead of putting their faith in the word of God where do you see in the bible that being done Where in the bible do you see for the sake of meeting a need going outside of god's word going outside of faith going out outside of prayer it is not found in the bible it is illegal for a christian to practice that because they feel that they only have little and do not that's why they do it they feel a holy little and they they just can't trust in the favor of god but wants to rely on something which is earthly natural and demonic you want to prosper the bible says not the voice of man the bible says do not turn from it i repeat do not turn from it to the left or to the right but be careful say be careful to do all that is in accordance to it that's all i'm telling you that's all you teach god's word you teach god's word and you see the the storehouse is overflow you teach god's word why there is a lack in church there's no teaching of god's word that's why you teach god's word you see the the, the overflow of finances do you know why today so many so called christian organizations mask the name of jesus they mask the name of they cover up the name of jesus from their identity from their songs from their um, communication from their deeds they cover it up they want to change their christian identity they want to mask it because they feel that they only have little say little 
and can have much more if they make themselves less Christian and more universal. To hell with the devil. It's not in the word. It's not in the word. It's from the pits of hell. It's from the pits of hell. Masking the name of Jesus. Let's look more secular and less Christian. Let's sing less about Jesus. Let's preach less about Jesus. Let's talk less about Jesus. Let's not be overtly Christian. Let's not be overtly about the name of Jesus. Wrong, 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 foul, 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 foul. That's not how you're supposed to do this. Heaven does not approve of it. Doesn't matter who claps for you. Doesn't matter who taught you that. Doesn't matter who is your authority. It does not validate, get validated in heaven. It does not get the approval of heaven. Angels are against it. I'm telling you. It will bring you to destruction. It will reduce you to nothing. It will reduce you to nothing. There is only one name. Say one name. Under heaven. Given to man. By which man shall be saved. His name is Jesus Christ. You want to mask that name. You know what you're going to do? If you mask that name, you will burn in hell. That's what the Bible says. If you deny the name of Christ, you will burn in hell. If you're ashamed of the name of Christ, you will burn in hell. And I'm here to tell you that. You will burn in hell. That's your future. If you deny the name of Christ. You're too smart. Because somebody deceived you into thinking that you don't need the name of Jesus. You're wrong. You're not getting anywhere. You're going down the pits of hell. Going down the pits of hell. With all my love for you. Don't resort to that. With all my love for you. As your pastor. As your father. As your guide. Whatever you want to call me as your friend, I want to tell you, don't go down that route. It will take you nowhere. It will take you nowhere. There's a way that seems right to man, but the end of it is a destruction. There's a destruction. The, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name of Jesus Christ is a strong tower. The righteous shall run into it and there, there they shall be saved. There is a safety in the name of Jesus, not where Jesus is not named. Oh, little Jesus, little somebody else. No. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. From when did we start learning from the world and forsaking the word? Since when? Since when? Did the name of Jesus seem less important? Since when? Is the name by which you were saved? Since when is the name of Jesus not so fanciful to you? Since when is it, is it something that you can push aside and be smart? They call it smart. Smart music. Smart talk. 
do not move away from the word do not do not see listen listen you're not listening you're not listening nothing works better for you than the word of god nothing nobody can work better for you than the word of god do not deny his name because there is nothing more precious and more powerful than the name of jesus nothing so if you're on that route repent turn back fall at the feet of jesus and and receive his forgiveness receive his forgiveness when the door is open make the move when the door is still open make the move the we read in the bible the there's a person who sought repentance but he could not find it even when he sought it with tears you know who i'm talking about isa he sought with tears he wanted some he just wanted to somehow repent of what he did what did he do sold us birthright when you deny the name of christ you are selling your birthright because you're born by the name of christ man when you when you reject the word you're born of god's word when you reject god's word you are selling your birthright you're selling your birthright when you're rejecting god's word you're selling your birthright when you're denying the name of christ because you're born by the word of god amen you became children of god why because you received his name god gave you the privilege to be the children of god the child of god when you deny that you are you are selling your birthright there'll come a time when you will crave you will be you will be seeking after repentance but you will not be able to find it so receive that repentance get right with god receive the forgiveness of god when the door is open turn back when there is still time do not harden your heart do not harden your heart you're not rejecting the voice of man you're rejecting the voice of god verse 9 behold i will cause those of the synagogue of satan who say that they are jews and are not but lie i will make them come and bow down at your feet and make them know that i have loved you and i remember remember i told you the the story of the fessenjury church the fessenjury church was a group of people uh when they started off or when just birth most of them were jews and then slowly the gentiles started coming in and then they got excommunicated from the jewish faith they were separated from the jewish faith so the jewish people had some privileges under the roman government they were exempt from certain practices they were exempt from certain uh, religious practices i told you all this the greatest persecutors of the early church they were jews not real jews because real jews receive the messiah receive the word and receive the messiah but the ones who that's why the bible says i will cause those of the synagogue of satan who say that they are jews but are not a real jew cannot deny christ because his entire faith is formed on christ built on christ it's all about christ but these people who say they're jews but they're the synagogue of satan and right now they're persecuting you they're coming after you but i will make them come and bow down at your feet and make them know that i have loved you 
bring it to the modern context to the church context in today's age there are so many people who claim to be of the faith of Christ but are far from it they are far from it and they are the ones who are persecuting you the most they are the ones who are persecuting the church the most the ones who are supposed supposedly in the church they are the ones who are causing the damage but there will be they'll come a time when i will make them come and bow down at your feet and make them know that i have loved you if there are people in your family if there are relatives if there are friends who claim to be christians but they are against you they are persecuting you i want you to know that your testimony will bear fruit in its time they'll come bowing they'll come and bow down at your feet and they will realize that you have been loved by god you are loved by god amen that's the honor god is righteous he will give you that honor your name will be a name of honor because you have placed your affection on god and god has placed his everlasting love on you his seal is upon you amen the lord will cause us to happen those who reject you today will come bowing before you like how the the brothers of joseph came please give us something didn't know that he was the brother whom they the little said the little brother say little brother say little is more say little is more the little brother who was a nuisance for them they they threw him into the into the into the well yeah and then they sold him to the slave traders but the same person the little one whom they sold off became their deliverer amen in the time of need in the time of famine amen god if you can respond to god's word if you can cling on to the word of god if you can cling on to the name of christ the lord will use you in a season of famine and they will come to you some of you all experienced that they come to you for prayer they come to you for prayer they come to you for <coughs> for comfort they'll come to you for some help some counsel because they know that you've been loved by god so be open be open don't be bitter towards anybody man they maybe they probably would have called you names they would have said nasty things about you they would have kicked you out of your family they would have uh, excommunicated you they would have thrown you out the lord will bring about a time when they will realize who the true church is and who are really loved by this god man hallelujah thank you jesus thank you jesus